Welcome, welcome. Cup of Season Chronicles, season number three. We back at it. Uh, DJ Sturge is here. Man, 2020 has been a doozy. It's actually the last Wednesday of 2020. So by the time you hear this, this will be 2021. And um, I have somebody who was featured on last season's edition of Cup and Season Chronicles. She had one of the best stories, uh, Miss mm-hmm. Jaleesha. What's good mm-hmm. with you? What's up? What's up? So welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, okay. So, um on your um last time you was on uh Cup of Season Chronicles last season, um you was telling us about your guy, your boyfriend, mm-hmm. and um you know how y'all uh, fell in love, how you met, how everything was good, and how uh you were performing a certain act and that's mm-hmm. when he wanted to make it official because You ain't going to never let me live that down, man. What you mean? That was the best part of the story. That was one of the best parts of the story. Come on, I mean, um, just to go ahead and give people some insight, uh, they were engaging in some uh, adult activity, and um, mm-hmm. she was uh, doing a certain act very well, apparently, because um, he was like, uh, baby, I want to make you mine, I don't want to let you go for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You was, you was a real throat goat back then, even before oh the throat baby came out. Throat baby. Yeah, throat baby. <laughs> yeah so uh y'all ended up in a relationship and things sounded great uh, a lot of people was hitting me you know just telling me about your story and your feature and was just like oh my god thank you because we had so many ratchet stories on here and right. you had one of the few stories that ended up in a relationship yeah yeah but now you're back i'm back yeah so why are you back now i'm back because we did break up why why did y'all break up we broke up because um lack of communication okay we're gonna get into that because you know us yeah. men are just horrible communicators i used to be one myself okay yeah. so last time we talked to you everything was good now you telling us that you broke up uh when did uh things go wrong and why did they go wrong so things went wrong probably i would say maybe a year into the relationship um it was a lot of miscommunication and lack of communication mm-hmm. so, you know you can have miscommunication when somebody is telling you something but you're not really perceiving it yeah so you know you may take it the wrong way so that was causing a lot of static and bumping heads um and then lack of communication like it would be times where we were arguing so much that in order to avoid an argument we just shut down and don't talk about it for like two to three days. So you know how I feel. Well, I don't know if you know how I feel. If you ever live with somebody, when y'all walking around the house mad at each other and y'all not speaking for two to three days. So that's what it was. I don't know nothing about that life. I've seen it, but I ain't, I ain't get that shit. Right. <laughs> okay, so um, like you saying, um, it was a lack of communication and you know things were shutting down. What do you think caused this lack of communication? Because it starts somewhere. Right. Um. I think our communication styles are very different. Um, my ex, he liked to be like very aggressive and passionate about whatever he's talking about. And it, it could be something real tiny. Like, for example, if I put 
uh, or, oh, this is a good example. So he bought like these little scrub brushes to go with the pots that he bought me, like when we got in our townhouse. Yeah. And so those brushes are supposed to have soft bristles. So when you, you know, clean the pot, it don't scratch the pot up. Yeah. So he caught me one day using like a Brillo pad instead of the, the soft brush. Mm -hmm gets mad and he's like like why do you keep doing that you're scratching up the pots and pans like he just go in <laughs> you know and for me it don't take all of that for me like yeah. just say babe use the other brush matter of fact throw the damn brillo pad away and i won't reach for it when i'm washing dishes you know what i'm saying it's to me it was a simple fix but for him it was just like world war 10. so our communication styles were very different you know what I'm saying? So was that your first time ever seeing him dis display that type of uh, of actions towards you? It was like, like I said, it, it started like a year in and I moved in with him very quickly, like six months into our relationship, I moved in with him. And so you really learn a person when you live with them. Mm -hmm. So that stuff, I started seeing those signs like probably by the first year into our relationship. Okay, so things was good. The honeymoon phase was over by the yeah. time I hit one year. So, like, around what month of the year do y'all hit a year? Um, we were to we got together January, so January, like the following J, um, last January, I guess. Was so yeah, January twenty twenty. Not this year, last year. January twenty nineteen. Yeah, made a year. Okay. Okay, cool. So January 2019, that's when you start really seeing a few things. Okay. So how much time passes before you really start seeing shit go left? Um, I think things like really went left when we came into our current townhouse. Um, this happened in February of this year, 2020. Okay, so y'all moved into your new spot. Yes. Okay. And so things kind of like progressed from here. Um, when we got in here, there was some issues about finances and okay. probably the other part of um, the breakup. That was probably the biggest part of the breakup aside from the communication. Mm -hmm. So he is like a big saver, very financially literate and things like that. And typical. I spend, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So um, when we were moving in here, we kind of had like some miscommunication about how things would go financially. He had lost his job and he wanted me to kind of like pitch in. And we had a conversation about, okay, well maybe, you know, the agreement was he do the rent and I do the utilities. Mm -hmm. but lost his job. It was like, all right, well, you know, just probably help out a little bit more. So I was like, okay, cool. So when it came time for me to kind of give him money and things like that, he would be like, nah, just put it up. Don't worry about it. Just save it. Put it up. Okay. So I don't ask. Like, you got to be straightforward with me. If you want me to do it, like, when it's time to do it, then be like, yeah, this is how much I need. And he didn't do that. We broke up. It was kind of like, oh, well, that was my issue with you. When it was time for you to help me out, my expectation was for you to just help me out. Like, don't ask me how much, don't, you know, if I tell you I'm good, still look out for me. Mm. So I get it, but he didn't say that at the time. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 
So, so um, when you was offering to give him money, he kept saying, you know, just, you know, I'm good. Just put it up or whatever like that. So what were you doing with the money? Whatever. Like, if I needed it, I would spend it. Some of it I, I put up. Like, when we got in the townhouse, I actually saved a lot more than I did at our previous spot. Like, my credit score had gone up. Um, nice. Just everything. Like, I was really, really taking care of business. So it kind of, like, me because I was like well what more do you need to see like let me show you this let me show you that like I'm being responsible but by then it was like he was checked out like he was already done so I was kind of pissed off because I was like at the time you should have just said that if I made you feel a certain type of way and it hurt you to know or for you to feel like I didn't have your back financially I wish you would have just said that you know what I'm saying okay so how long was it that he was without a job Oh, he was probably without a job for maybe a year. Wow. You know, and, and then COVID hit too, so. Yeah, and then COVID hit, and then he found, like, some small gigs in between there, but he was not making the money that he was making. He was making really good money. Mm-hmm. Oh, he kept, he would sometimes, like, brag, like, oh, I'm good. Like, I could sit out for a year. I'm not hurting. I'm I'm good. So when you tell your woman, yeah, that, yeah. like, yeah. well, nigga, you got it. You know, to me, so, I mean, I just was like, why did you do all that? You know, if you really needed mm-hmm. it, sometimes the male ego, it take y'all like a minute to be like, hey, I don't want to take no money from my girl. And I get it, but if you're feeling that passionate about it to the point where you about ready to break up with me, then you need to break up. You know what I'm saying? So initially he did come to you and say, you know, like, could you pitch in a little bit more? And then right after that, he was saying, oh, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. That's what he was saying. Yeah. And he was really saying, like, yeah, you know what, I'm good. I got money and everything, so I can sit out of here and stuff like that. He really was saying that after he humbled himself enough to say, you know what, could you pitch in a little bit more? Yeah, like, he still was hollering that. Like, we went on a whole fucking Vegas trip last year while he was unemployed. I think I saw them pictures on your Instagram. Yes. <laughs> like that that was his trip. Like, I mean, he, you know, footed the bill for that trip. Wow. Kind of started like the whole spiral of because when we were out there, it was like I had I paid with cash. I was like, there were shows we wanted to see, certain things I wanted to do. So I'm like, all right, I'll do this because you fronted the whole trip, you know? Yeah. And then he would be like, no, put your money up. And let's just charge the card or charge the room or whatever the case may be. And then you just help me out with the bill on the back end. That way you can keep your money. Okay. When it's time for me to like give him something, I'm like, you know, what you need? Nah, I'm I'm good. Mm. I just take that as I you good. But Okay, even though he was saying that he was good, y'all was living together, so you knew he wasn't working. And you knew what money was coming in and what wasn't coming in. Right. So even in the midst of that, did you ever say to yourself, nah, let me go ahead and take care of all this shit right now, just so it won't be no issues? Look, No, I didn't at the time. And looking back, when we had that conversation, I was like, damn, I I get it. Like, that's on me. Uh For real, that's, that's on me. And it was kind of like he would say it like one time and then that's it. So the thing was when we had a conversation after we broke up, it was like, yeah, man, it was this time and this time I mentioned it to you. 
And when we went out and did this and this, that, you know, I just thought that you would have my back and then you would just, you know, look out for me. And that's something that I need to come and tell you. I, my expectation is that you just do it. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, like I get it, but at the same time, I need you to speak up. Mm -hmm. So, for, because if the shoe, to me, if the shoe was on the other foot and I mentioned it to you, because at the same rate, I had lost my job before him. Mm -hmm. I, I was working at Home Depot, now I'm at Lowe's. So I had lost my job. I was out of a job for a month. It was 30 days. And he was freaking out like, oh shit, what's going to happen now? Like, you know, with what you're responsible for. Now I got to, you know, you're slack. And I was like, you don't. Like, I'm good. Like, I'll be straight. I don't need you to do nothing extra. And that's what happened. Now, one time did he say, babe, I got you on this. Let me get your nails done. Let me pay your car note. Let me do this. And I asked him about it. I said, so what happened when I lost my job? You told me you was good. Damn, that's a little hypocritical. It's the same thing. <laughs> what you mean? It's the same thing. Damn. It's the same thing. Wow. Picture in that shit or nothing. <laughs> when he was unemployed, I don't want to stick on this too too much longer. But as far as this unemployment goes, like, was he actually getting unemployment benefits mm -hmm. or anything? So, so a little in, the in the beginning, no. In oh. the beginning, no. He was. You know, the money that he had from his, his uh, job, he was good. He had been on the job for a while. He made good money. So, no, he wasn't. Um, it was probably like around when COVID hit this year that he did uh, file. And it, you know, kind of took him a while to find something decent. Mm -hmm. I feel that. Okay, cool. So, you say um, after the Vegas trip, things started to spiral. What were some of the things that was occurring when y'all got back home? Um, I think the main thing is that it was just a lack of intimacy. So when we got back, when we came um, and got the townhouse, because I think we moved here closely after the Vegas trip. Yeah, because that was years. And uh, February, we moved into the townhouse. So he um, started studying to be a Mason. So if anybody knows anybody that's a Mason, um, there's a lot of things that they have to go through. So it was like, let me let you know that I'm about to start doing something that's probably going to keep me away from the house a little bit. Um, you know, it's not anything crazy. And then he admitted to me that what he was doing. So I was like, okay. He's like, it's going to be times I may have to get up and go, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, I get it because his best friend is a Mason. So mm -hmm. what I didn't like was that we were already struggling with communication and intimacy. And it kind of took us even further apart. And I felt like he liked being away from home more than being at home because he was gone a lot. You know what I'm saying? So they have these meetings and stuff that they have to do. So it, after that, it was kind of, I knew that it was a wrap. We kind of both knew that it was like coming to an end. Hmm. So like, what is that like? Because y'all living in the same house. So it's like, do y'all roll over in the bed and look at each other and be like, yeah, nigga, this shit by the end. Do y'all like... <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like that. It was like little things that I was used to, like foot massages. Um, he would always like give me foot massages or give me like regular massages. Um, and you know, sometimes massages would lead to other things. Mm -hmm. Like the foreplay, the intimacy, all of that stuff was like gone. And I would ask him certain times or certain certain days to like hook me up and it would be like 
like these looks and i'm like damn is it like that like <laughs> you said what you mean right like it was a chore it was a chore it wasn't like fun anymore and we weren't like dating and i noticed the holidays this year was like valentine's day with some bullshit like i really put forth the effort and bought him like something really thoughtful he did not do that for me um my birthday he really ain't do a whole lot um and then again it was COVID this year so he kind of used that as an excuse for us to not do things together as a couple because i'm like we got to do something like just get me out the house take me to the park i don't give a fuck like we don't have to go and spend a lot of money like we can go do something intimate and it's just us yeah and it was like going in one ear and out the other so let's go ahead and break that down real quick so you said that you would ask him you know what i'm saying to hook you up mm -hmm. what would be involved in this whole hooking up thing i mean just whatever like basically foreplay like you know the intimacy that comes with foreplay the kissing the oral sex like the whole nine. Oh, oh so you wanted him to start off giving you a back massage and then like licking your gooch or something something i mean something and then it's like if so you, how would you ask him though but how would you ask him though like that's, that's interesting i would have to send like subliminals like if i'm at work you send him a text message kind of little text like you know the little emojis and the the wet emojis and you know, I would have to give signs because it just wasn't happening. Do you think that um, him not being employed and his finances being a, a toss up at a point, do you think that that had any effect on his lack of libido, <laughs> lack of intimacy? Yeah, um, I do. I think um, I kind of felt like you just, you got to talk to me about it. If you constantly walk around and paint this picture like everything is okay and you kind yeah. of saying everything is okay and then when I'm asking you, what's wrong? You know what I'm saying? And then it'd be like, well, it ain't you. Well, if it ain't me, then tell me what the fuck is it? You know what I'm saying? Like we had got into it one night because we was watching like, um, we had planned this and that was the cause of, of the, the breakup actually. Like this, incident that we got into but we were going to watch the versus battle which one the one with uh two chains two chains and ross okay yes so we were going to watch the versus battle together and we were going to have friends over and when i got home i noticed he was in the kitchen and he was cooking he was about to prep the chicken and put it on the grill and everything and he was just giving me the silent treatment and i kept like what's up like what's wrong and it was like nothing nothing he didn't want to talk to me and i'm like like we're about to have company yeah acting strange and um that was a part of the miscommunication so what happened was i just shut down i came in my room i locked the door and he entertained uh everybody by himself you didn't even come downstairs what person are you? that's what he said he was mad as hell i and then i think i got irritated because he had the whole backyard set up, the umbrella, the TV back there and everything. And I got irritated. I got my purse and I left. I went downstairs. I asked his homeboy, could he move his car out the driveway so I could get out? And he was like, you about to leave? Said, yep. And I left. Went for a nice little ride and I came on back home. But I had to get out of here, man. I was so mad. Cause I'm like, I don't understand why you giving me the cold shoulder. But he kept saying, 
there's nothing wrong. It's not you. I'm not mad at you. So tell me what you're mad about. Mm. Yeah, that is true. Because like when the shoe is on the other foot, men go crazy over shit like that. Cause we're like, yo, why ain't you talking? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I fully understand. You know, it's like you got an attitude and you won't say shit, but you won't say what it is. And it's, right. it's like, if it's not me, you shouldn't have no problem just saying like, yo, this X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Right. Right. The day, like you would tell somebody if you like if it's one of your homeboys and you pissed off about some shit, you know what I'm saying? It ain't gotta be some shit that they did, but you won't be like, man, you like you won't believe what this nigga right here did. Exactly. Yeah, you exactly. know what I'm saying? So I feel and I'm, I'm thinking that it was something dealing with um the mate the Masons or his Mason brothers or something like that. And I guess they have this code where they can't really discuss certain things with people. Facts. They do. I get it. <laughs> I get that, but at least say that maybe. Like, if that's what it was, just say, it's something going on with, you know, with that, it ain't, it ain't you. But he didn't even do that. So I said, well, I guess you're just going to host this event by yourself then, you know. that I was being petty. I was being petty. Yeah, that's petty as hell. That's petty as hell. Yeah. So okay, we stopped so when talking. he came back from the drive, were his friends still there or everybody was going Yeah, back? they were still there. Damn. Okay, you still didn't. Y'all still wasn't talking. You just still wasn't. We didn't talk for three days after that. Damn. So how does that work? Like y'all sleep in the same bed? Even he was on the couch. You wasn't letting him in the bedroom. I would have let him. I didn't stop him from coming up there, but I wasn't speaking to him, so he wasn't speaking to me. So he slept on the couch. So basically, you were shutting down at this point. You were shutting down. So Mm -hmm. being that you were shutting down, besides not talking to him, what else did you stop doing? Um, that was it because we broke up after that. Mm. Okay, so like y'all broke up what days later? Yeah. Okay, so how did the breakup go? Like it was he, a conversation, he, I'm assuming. Yeah, I came home from work and he was like, "I want to talk to you, um, but I want to talk to you tomorrow." I was like, "No, you're gonna talk to me today." Like, what? What's up? Like, I knew it was one of those type of we need to talk. So, mm-hmm. I was like, nah, we can talk today. He was like, well, I really wasn't trying to talk today, but I guess so. So, yeah, we're going to talk today. And so um, sat down. And... Yeah. and he was just like, yeah, you know, I know things ain't been right between us. Um, you know, I think we should go ahead and part ways. So what's your reaction to this Like, when you heard that? Um, it, it wasn't the first time. We, we had broken up before. And um, that time, he broke up with you the first time too, huh? He broke up with you the first time too. Yeah, he broke up with me, but it lasted like three days. So I was just kind of like, okay, so we breaking up again. Um, that's fine. Um, he he said what he had to say. I let him say what he had to say about it. I said what I had to say about it. And at the end of the day, I was like. That's cool. Like, I've never lived with, with an ex-boyfriend, so I got to figure out this whole living thing. And um, when I find a place, I'll let you know. Wow. So it, it was just like that. It was just mm-hmm. real peaceful, nothing. Okay, so he, you said that that's the second time he broke up with you. So what did he say the first time he broke up with you? The first time we broke up, it was the same thing. It was like miscommunication, just arguing a lot. Um and he came in the room and was like, you know, I want to let you know. It's same scenario. We had stopped talking for a few days. And then when I came home from work, it was like, I need to talk to you. And 
the same thing. Like, I think we should part ways. You know, we're we just arguing too much. We're just doing too much. I just think we need to part ways. Mm. The same thing. I was like, I bet. Well, I'm going to leave. Because at this point, I had I was living with him. I left my apartment to go live with him. And I was like, cool. Well, I'll leave. And he was like, well, I ain't rushing you. You know, I'm, I wouldn't do you like that. Whatever you need to do, take your time. Find a spot, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I had found a spot the next day. This was like a Friday. Saturday, I found a spot, <laughs> put my deposit and everything down. And then by Monday, he sends me a text like, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it, but I feel like uh, we need to, you know, just sit down and have another talk. Okay. So that day came and um, he was like, yeah, I don't want you to leave. So. He didn't want you to leave. Okay, cool. So didn't want you to leave and that's when and that's how y'all got back together that first time mm -hmm. okay cool so how like so how far apart were these breakups <laughs> this breakup was um it was probably last year okay so that's about a year apart mm -hmm. uh you got your deposit back right um no i put down the administrative fee they kept that it wasn't even a deposit it was administrative fee okay so Guess the administrative fee just holds the apartment or something mm -hmm. like that, and so I didn't get that shit back. So that's like what a buck fifty? It was two hundred. And he give you back that two hundred dollars? Damn, he broke up with you twice. <laughs> yes. You ended up staying in the place, right? You didn't move out the second time. Right, I did not move out, and um, because this time I was like, look, I ain't about to hop up and just leave and pay this goddamn money. Like, no, nah, like. This is my place too. Now the last place was his, so I didn't have no choice in that. This time around, I was like, no, nah, I'm not about to just hop up and just go get something like that. Like, this is my spot too. So at the go. I'm not leaving. And what he said, he did? No, he was like, I'm not leaving either. Like, so yes, we just have to do the roommate thing. Oh, so he was on the couch and you was upstairs. No, that. we had we got two bedrooms. So okay. he yeah, so we just was in separate rooms. Wow. Okay, so in the midst of y'all being in separate rooms, were y'all still fucking? Um, I think maybe a couple of times. Oh. So he ends up leaving eventually, right? Because I asked him to leave. Why you asked him to leave? So he came home. Um, he had found a job that he, where he was working like out of town doing the same type of work mm -hmm. and so he came home and um he was cooking for us mm -hmm. and again we're still broken up this is probably like maybe three weeks into the breakup mm -hmm. and he came home and he had his book bag that he take everywhere with him so he put he had the book bag on the couch I was getting ready to sit on the couch. I moved the book bag to the other side of the couch and the pocket, the front zipper is open. It's like wide open. And I look and lo and behold, the box full of Magnum. Okay. So I uh, called him into the living room and I was like, so you fucking? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're doing <laughs> and he was like huh <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't no huh i said what you know what's up with that and he was like um it's not open i said it don't matter it don't matter what you mean uh, okay it I, don't I, I, matter I, I, go ahead i want you to continue it don't matter that it ain't open 
I said, the point is the intent is there because you are not buying condoms just to look at them and just to keep them in your motherfucking book bag. So he says, well, I'm not saying that the intent wasn't there, but I didn't use them. I said, this ain't going to work. Like, it's not going to work. I can tell you right now it's not going to work. We didn't have a conversation prior to that day about sleeping with other people. And I think I even asked him, I was like, we're doing this whole roommate thing. What's going to happen when we want, we want to date? I'm not even thinking about no chicks right now. I, you know, the same shit niggas say. I ain't thinking about no woman right now. I'm trying to get this, this, and the third. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, I see this shit. So this just contradicts what you just said to me. So for that, I feel disrespected. I don't care how you want to look at it. It's been two and a half years. We done been through a lot. I feel disrespected. And you got to go. How long did he take the leave? It was uh, over the weekend. Like I left and I got a hotel for the weekend because I could not stay here and look at him. And when I came back, um, I asked him, like, what's up? Like, what's your plan? Like, when are you leaving? And he was like, give me some time. Like, I just paid the rent. Like, uh-huh. he said, no, I will give you the rent money back. I need you to go. Damn. Cold buttery. Cold I need buttery. You to go. Like, we're not going to do this. So I gave him the rent money back. Wow. And um, he left. Okay, so did you deduct the $200 from that rent money? <laughs> <laughs> should have. I should have. Wow. Wow. So you made him get ghost. Yeah. Quick fast. So where did he end up going? Did you know? I know where he's at, yeah. I ain't gonna say where he at, but I know where he's at. He went to stay with a chick? No. He okay. not with, he didn't go stay with no female. No. Okay. All right, you felt disrespected because he had a box of comments. Unopened yeah. box of comments at that. All yeah. right. So y'all was still fucking around off and on, I'm assuming, within what what because you said it was three weeks after the breakup, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, so three weeks after the breakup. Y'all probably had sex with a good two times by that time? Probably, something like that, yeah. So you felt some type of way because clearly he was moving on in some kind of way. Correct. Okay. What you expect? I expect a conversation about... Not necessarily telling me your business. I'm not saying I need to know who it is and where you meet this. I don't need to know none of that. Uh-huh. At least need the respect of you saying, look, we can't do this because, you know, I am not on this. You know, I need to see what else is out there or, or whatever, however you want to word it. But I need to know that you're not fucking with me like that no more because when I see condoms, then I automatically know that you're trying to fuck something. And if that's the case, you can't do that while you live here with me. That's not going to work. I'm playing devil's advocate right now because I'm a man. But, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he was hurt from the relationship. I mean, I mean, from the breakup, even though he did break up with you twice. But at the end of the day, uh, maybe he was heartbroken somewhere. And then what? You said that he was working out of town at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe he bought this shit for, you know, a little out-of-town entanglement. When next thing he got time. That's fine, but you're not going to do that while you're here. Like, we're not doing that. What you mean? What you mean? 
it's not gonna happen. It it just it's not Nick's gonna. He's not bringing none of that home though. He's not bringing none of that home. I don't care. They're not together. I don't care. The fact that I know about it, it's not gonna work. See, oh my goodness. It's not okay, work. okay. So let me ask you this. Let's say hypothetically, when y'all broke up for the second time, y'all wasn't having sex no more. When that intimate going down, of course. So three, four weeks later, you see them same box of condoms. Right, you still gonna go off like that? Yes, I would. <laughs> because you is there for a reason. Okay. But you also have to understand that I wasn't the one that wanted to break up. So yeah. my emotions and my feelings are still there. Okay. He was the one that called it off. So I think it would have been a little bit more different if it was a mutual breakup. If it's a mutual breakup, I don't give a fuck about who you fucking because I don't want to fuck you. But you said that you shut down and you was already out of it too. So he just made the decision to end it, end it. So. Yeah, but that doesn't mean my feelings was turned off though. Okay, that happens. Mm -hmm. oh, it, it happens, so he got to get, so you kicked him out, 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 out. Because of I that. Mean, I, honestly, like legally, I couldn't kick him out. If you yeah. want technical, because. Yeah. Is on the place too, so legally I couldn't kick him out, but I did ask him to leave. I felt like it was the right thing to do. I was like, I just feel like it's not gonna go over well with us both being in the same household, knowing that I still got feelings and my feelings are still wrapped up in the relationship. And that's what you was telling him in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Like when we. What was he saying when you when you met? Not in the talk? moment, no. But when we went back and talked about it, yeah, I told him that. Okay, so you didn't tell him that in the moment, so he really probably thought that you were just tripping. Well, I mean, he got he left, so I, whether he thought I was tripping or not, like he took heed to what I was saying and he left. Oh yeah, he was gone though. He got gone. Okay, I, I, I see what you said. Okay, so uh, you found out that he was potentially about to be fucking somebody else. So okay, you you let him go. All right. Well, you made him get out. Yeah. Okay. So, um, are those feelings still there? Are your feelings still wrapped up in that situation? I mean, I've it's only been four months. Um, I definitely still love him. Mm -hmm. You know, his the family, like a lot of his family members, we became friends on social media, mm -hmm. like that. Um, I still do talk to some of the females. Um, you know, that deal with him or whatever. So, and we had like, he has a lot of friends. And so some of them, some of the chicks that's kind of, they became kind of like mutual friends, I guess you could say. So that's still kind of wrapped up and it's hard to pull away from that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like I, I do still love him. I, I do still care about him. Okay, so um, he got out fairly quickly. Um, how was the process of him collecting his stuff? Like. It was fine. Like, no, like I'm not that type of female. I I would never. No, sure, because you made him get out pretty fast after he paid the rent. Yes, yes, but I'm not the type. I'm not vindictive, so I wasn't gonna throw his stuff or I wasn't gonna do none of that. But like, you kicked him out. That's vindictive because because of what? Because of what? Because he may be hunching somebody else. That's vindictive. At the end of the day. <laughs> I could not legally make that man leave. So if he really did not want to go, then he wouldn't have left. If I come to you and I say something like that and you feel like what you did wasn't wrong, 
then you would have made a pled a case for yourself. You're like, shit, fuck that. I'm not leaving. But when you leave, then maybe you feel guilty. Or maybe you ain't got time to be dealing with that bullshit because we're not together no more. I'm just saying. <laughs> either way, either way. Okay. All right. So um y'all been broke up for four months. Who's been contacting who? So lately he's contacting me. Okay. Um, he did reach out to me about Christmas. Mm-hmm. Exchanging gifts for Christmas. Wow. Still mm-hmm. shit. And I did go to uh North Carolina with him to see his son. Mm-hmm. Okay. So y'all still took a family trip and uh clearly y'all had sex on this trip. <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody going out of town or not fucking now. Come on, man. This is be this be one day. I don't know. But all I do know is uh it was awkward because it kind of felt like um I was just in the moment, I felt like a step-parent, but I'm not really a step-parent. So it kind of was like a little awkward. He asked me to go, and he's just kind of like, I don't even know why I'm asking. Um, I hope I'm not sending mixed signals. Maybe I am. I don't know. But will you go out there with me? Okay. So I went. Okay. So did he ever tell you why he asked you to go out there? Because he didn't have to ask you that. No, he didn't say. Um, he he was kind of like, I don't know if it's just the holidays and I'm missing you. He was like, you know, Christmas ain't really the same without you. And I'm, this is verbatim. This, these are the words that he said to me. So I'm not just like finessing or nothing, but he's like, you know, it might just be the holidays. Um, you know, missing you is not the same. So, you know, if you don't want to go, I understand, but I'm just asking you to go with me. And he bought me a nice bracelet. So what made you go? Oh, mainly because I didn't have anything planned for Christmas. And I feel like he knew that. Because mm-hmm. like you ain't I just want to get you out the house. <laughs> I will get you out the house. I know you don't have nothing planned. So I was with my family Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Christmas Day. I I had nothing to do. Absolutely nothing. And I'm on vacation from work. I said, why not? Mm. Thanks. So y'all was just together and just fucking on each other. Damn. Okay, so what do you think that you did wrong throughout this whole situation that y'all was going through? When it when it started spiraling out of control, what do you do wrong? Um, I I did a lot wrong. Um, I'll never place all the blame on him i think he definitely did his part and um i definitely played my part you know being petty it don't solve anything being petty is really counterproductive so yeah trying to get one up on your mate when y'all supposed to be in this together you know what i'm saying at the end of the day stupid shit like that don't even matter because you you won't even think about it the next day so i was petty a lot and um the other part was just the financial piece like i could have been there more for him and just read in between the lines the time he was saying like i'm good don't worry about it like Mm -hmm. so because ultimately like i'm a giver in a relationship as well and i've done a lot of nice things for him Mm -hmm. and i hate that it feels like we were counting who did what 
I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got me, I got you. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like that because he laid it out like this time and this time and this time. <laughs> he was keeping score, and I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, wait a minute, nigga. Like, women keep score too. They just keep it in a different way. That's all. I guess so. Um, you said that, you know, like after the breakup and everything, y'all had a long conversation and he really, you know what I'm saying, like revealed a lot of things to you after the breakup that he could have revealed why y'all were still in a relationship. Like, how did that conversation go and what was he telling you and what were you telling him? So how the conversation even started is we, I stopped talking to him. When he moved out, I was so pissed. I was so hurt. Um, that I just cut off communication. So I was not calling. I was not texting. Like sometimes after a breakup, you know, females are sending these long ass messages. I don't read them shits. (laughs) None of that. I said, we're not doing that. Like, I'm not doing that. But you wanted to. No, hell no. I didn't. I was mad. Because every time I... You never... Nah. You never had a night where you were just like... No. It's like, man, fuck this. I'm going to... I did not. I didn't have no. I didn't have no thoughts like that. All I kept seeing was them damn condoms in my head. So I didn't have no thoughts <laughs> like that. So, uh, uh, I cut off communication with him, and then he came. What I would do because he didn't change his address over. The mail was still coming to the house. I would leave the mail in the mailbox. So he would pull up. To, to the driveway and get the mail and leave. Like he'll call me like, I'm on, on, I'm on the way to get the mail. Okay, it's in the mailbox. So he'll grab it and go. I think several weeks went by and then one day he came and took the trash down to the end of the street. Cause you know, they come and get the trash the next day. Yeah. So I guess it was like a good gesture. He does stuff like that. Like, let me do something for her to see that I've done something. He just do stuff like that. Oh, wait, wait, wait. so that's what you think that he was doing the things just to let you see that you that that he was doing something. Yeah, like he was probably missing me and did not want to say it. Mm. He just does a gesture to get a reaction from me. Mm, I mean, it happens. It happens. But and you like the gesture though, did you? Yeah, but it's it's the same thing with the communication. Like, motherfucker, if you miss me, then just say it. Just say because, it. Because though, you know what though? Sometimes we can't tell y'all that because we don't know what y'all reaction gonna be, dog. That's the truth. Cause sometimes when I even if we leave y'all, y'all motherfuckers be going fucking ape shit on us and having the whole be mean as fuck. Yeah. Just I, because y'all caused us to leave. I guess so. But see, I I again it was a peaceful break up i let him get his stuff and let him do whatever he needed to do it wasn't nothing like that i was hurt but i don't i I just i didn't project that onto him it was just like as long as you go i'm good so he would come and get the mail he took the trash down and then um i texted him and i said thank you and he responded like immediately he was like you're welcome (laughs) Uh and oh you you paid attention to that immediate response huh it was immediate immediate and then after that um he wound up calling, I think, and uh, we kind of did like a video chat for three hours. Mm. And um, yeah, we kind of just talked about everything. Um, he um, just said that he didn't know about the relationship anymore. Like, I don't, I'm not, 
saying that um, I want to be back with you, but I'm also not saying that I don't want to be back with you. I don't know. That's his whole thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's understandable. Okay, so in that three-hour conversation, what's the biggest thing that you think that you told him in that conversation that he needed to know? That I didn't regret my decision in asking him to leave. Wow. That's like, oh, that hurt. I knew that hurt. Yeah, because he is really upset about that. And he's still upset about that. That's a little unfair. He's like, you made me leave. You made me leave. You decided this. You decided this. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, because I felt disrespected. And I I don't regret that decision. I just don't. Like, some women can probably live with their ex in the same yeah. house yeah. figure it out for finances. But I'm not like that. Like, if I'm going to struggle, I'm just going to struggle. But I, I can't look at you every day and be downstairs and cooking and, and all of this. And, you know, we're not in a relationship anymore. Like, who, who was going to do that? I can't do that. You told him where you stood. Yeah. But so what is one thing that he told you where you were just like, damn, I didn't know that? Um, I don't think it was anything new. It was just the whole about the finances. And he just told me, you know, that his feelings changed after he just saw how I was with him. He was like, my feelings changed for you. Um, when we was about to watch the versus battle, the way that you went upstairs and shut me off. When I did this for you, I set this up for you. You know, he was just made me look at you different. Like, I just. I don't appreciate it. Yeah, I guess. Did he ever explain to you why he was flip-flopping, saying, yo, help out a little bit more? But then he telling you, nah, I'm good, I'm straight, just put it up somewhere. No. Did he ever explain that, why he was he, doing that? He, he never explained that. It was just. Did you ask him? I shouldn't have to ask. I shouldn't have to ask. You just, you, sh- you know, you should just do, do. It, you know, I shouldn't have to ask. So, no, he never explained. He's like flip-flopping like that, no. But he but he did explain that he felt alone when it came to the finances because you didn't. Yeah. Right. That's a little backwards, though, man. Because, I mean, it does take a lot for a man to admit financially, you know, I'm fucked up. Babe, could you contribute a little bit more or whatever like that, you know? And you already see this type of debate on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter all the time about splitting bills and shit. And the majority mm-hmm. of them motherfuckers are single anyway. But so how long did it take for him to switch up and say, you know what, I'm good? Even after he told you, you know, could you pitch in a little bit? Like, was it some months that passed or something? Because I'm just trying to make, I'm I'm trying to make it make sense right now. (laughs) That shit don't make sense. He he could tell you better than me because it's like he kept up with it. Like, he was like, we got from Vegas, you got paid that Friday and you didn't come, come with nothing. Like, you ain't come with nothing. So I don't know if it was maybe the same weekend the next week or, or what it was like i don't know so he was like and then i mentioned it to you a, a different time and you still didn't um you know come and and help me out and i think we had the conversation where i said well what do you want me to give you like tell me that like give me a number give me a figure don't just say throw me yeah. What do you, what is your expectation? You know what I'm saying? And he what do you need? Yeah, and he came back and was like, I just want you to save. You you just put your money up and you just save. Don't worry about it. 
okay like so how did you then come back and say well you didn't you didn't help me out yeah, that's, a little, that, that's a little backwards right there that's a little backwards so he wanted you to save in the event that he needed something and then he could get it maybe that's what it was but if that if that was okay, case, yeah say so me, like yeah. i am say what you mean and mean what you say you can't mm -hmm. just tell me just something in the wind and then expect me to read your mind because that's where the miscommunication come from because i'm thinking one way and you're thinking a different way and neither one of us is talking about it you know what i'm saying so even like he does uh christmas ornaments and he makes pyramids like he he's real crafty so he's making these things and he sells them and so I think he was, he get, told me the price for the ornaments and I went ahead and supported his business or whatever. And he brought them over to the house and we discussed the price. And it was kind of like, at first, oh, well, you know, I, I sell it for this and this. I don't do that. What is it? Let me give that to you. So you can't come back later and be like, uh, you know, I, I told you one thing and you did. No, bro. Like, tell me what it is. I'm very reasonable. I'm very sensible. Just tell me what you want. Uh -huh. That's it. Okay. I understand that though, man, because like what you was just saying right now, um, I've done that before, you know what I'm saying? Where, you know, somebody's trying to help me out and I'm not being specific about shit, you know what I'm saying? So I I, I do understand like where you're coming from and how that leads to a whole mm -hmm. bunch of unnecessary bullshit. Right. Y'all had that conversation, you know, uh, but y'all was still fucking. But y'all still be fucking though. And when he moved out? Yeah, after y'all moved, after he moved out, y'all still be having... And so after the conversation happened, uh -huh. about, like where he stood and where I stood, I was talking, I had a friend um, that kind of like talked to me about um, just how you need, you. sometimes we have so much pride that mm -hmm. we don't really say how we feel. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and he was like, if you feeling a certain way about dude, no matter what happened between y'all, speak on yeah. Tell him. Don't ignore that shit. Stop being a little girl and pouting about it. Say it. Even if, because my thing was, he need to say it. If that nigga missed me, he need to say it. I don't need to say shit. He was like, fuck all that. Say it. Just get it off of your chest. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, fine. So I let him know how I felt. Um, and I said to myself, I'm going to let him back in. Like, I'm going to let him come around and be around me. I'm going to be in his company. I'm not going to deprive myself of him because I'm mad. And so we did that for a little while and I gave him my ultimatum. I was like, um, this is right before Thanksgiving. I said, we went out to eat and I said, um, Christmas, I need you to make a decision. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you until Christmas. Mm -hmm. I said, I need you, you need to do something. You need to come back home. Like something got to shape by Christmas. Like you got a month. And um, he was like, oh, you giving me an ultimatum now? And I was like, yeah. Like I can't, I'm not going to stay in limbo. Like right now, shit is cool. He was coming over. I cook for him from time to time. You know, we watching Netflix, like just like old times, basically. Yeah. Um, I was like, we're not going to do this forever. So yeah. I gave him an ultimatum. And um, a week before Christmas, there was no real change. It wasn't a 
change in anything. It was kind of like, I'm still, I don't know. Like, I know he said the only definitive thing he said was that he knew he didn't want to cohabitate anymore. Like, we don't, we don't have to live together anymore. I think I'm going to go get, go ahead and get my own place. And I'm cool with that. I was like, that's fine with me. Um, but as far as the relationship, what are you going to do? I don't know. So I made the decision. And I was like, we're not doing this no more. Okay. Even still, though, because you gave him an ultimatum and shit didn't shake by Christmas, but you still went on the trip with him, though, right? Yeah, I did. Because, like I said, I, to me, to me, I wasn't doing nothing. I was like, fuck it. We can go on the trip. We exchange Christmas gifts. Why not? And the last time y'all had sex was last week, basically. <laughs> so y'all had sex last week. So what are you learning um, about yourself and what have you learned from this situation? Um, so I feel like um, I've learned a lot, man. I've learned a lot about myself. We did go through therapy and counseling. He didn't like it. He's more of a talk to my family, talk to my friends type of person. And I am more of a talk to somebody who specializes in certain behaviors that can help you professionally because your family and your friends don't always give you the best advice. And they're a lot of times biased mm -hmm. and because you're a part of them. So therapy helped me out a lot. Um, anything that I was doing, I did have some people tell me like, well, you need to stop letting him come over and letting him do this and this and that and a third because, um, you know, you don't want to be hurt in the end. And I was like, it, to me, it wasn't about being hurt in the end because I was in control of that situation. There was nothing that he could do that I didn't allow him to do. So I hate when women say, well, it's the nigga. He won't let me go because he keep coming around and he keep calling my phone. But if you allow it, who can you blame? You know what I'm saying? So I didn't blame him or, or anything. I gave him the time that I felt like I needed to see if he was going to come back around. I didn't want to shut the, the door too fast on us not reconciling so i felt like i did what was best for me that may not work for other couples but i felt like that's what i needed to do so when i had had enough i was like i'm good so my mental state now is just i gotta move on and you know date and do whatever else i didn't feel no type of way about going out there with him for christmas like i don't feel sad and hurt and upset about it like it, it was a day that we had, and I came back home, and I kept doing me. Okay, so did you tell your therapist about that trip, too? No, I haven't been back to him um, <laughs> in a minute. You mentioned y'all going to uh, counseling and stuff. Like, when did you decide that y'all needed counseling, and what was that like? You know what I mean? Because a lot of people, I mean, like, a lot of people really save counseling for marriage, you know what I mean? Or after a child is involved or something like that. Nah, we went to counseling early in the relationship. Like, okay. sure. <laughs> very early in the relationship. Uh, and the lady that we were seeing, he, I was seeing her before he and I got together. And uh -huh. he didn't like that because he was like, she know you already. Yeah. Mm -mm, I, like, I ain't feeling it because she going to be like on your side. Yeah. I can't look at counseling like that, but it's hard to tell somebody who's never been. I had already been going, so I know what therapy can do for you. Yeah. Him, it was like, nah, 
So I went and found a guy. So I was like, okay, well, maybe we should try a guy therapist and uh-huh. maybe feel better about that. Maybe you'll feel like some male camaraderie or something. <laughs> so we went and did that. And um, it, he just, he would not open up enough. You know, and even when I, when we broke up and I told the therapist, I went back to him and I was like, yeah, thank you for doing all that you could, but we're not together anymore. He was just like, what happened? Like, I was rooting for y'all. Like, y'all was, because he kicked it in the, in the sessions. Mm-hmm. It was good. He talked about issues, but he didn't go deep. Like the stuff that he was telling me about the finances and it, he never mentioned it in counseling. Yeah. Therapist was like, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't understand why you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. oh damn y'all don't went through all of that like like apparently you really tried you know what I'm to make it work so um how has this experience changed you you know because you done did everything that you thought you could do i did everything i thought i could do man and um that's that's what i feel better about that's what when i go to sleep i don't have no hang-ups about it um i cry um, you know, have my moments or whatever, but it's a part of the phases that you go through in a breakup. You yeah. know, feel like you're grieving a little bit because you're missing somebody. You know, you're missing somebody that you invested with. You know, we had talked about marriage at one point, talked about having kids at one point. So that was a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, we've done a lot of things together in two and a half years that a lot of couples don't do at all. Like, I know couples that ain't never been out the, the state of Georgia. <laughs> so we we went on trips, man. We um, I met a lot of his family. Um, we've had some really, really good times. So at the end of the day, I'm like, I know I've done everything that I could do. Um, I've talked to him about, I wish you would have told me this back then. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we could have fixed it a long time ago. But one of the things I think that also sticks out with him in particularly is I was his first long-term relationship. So a part of me feels like he misses just being single and just kind of trying to get himself together before he enters another relationship. And I respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm not going to do is wait. So yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't be waiting, especially after all of that. So now, uh, you've been back on the market for four months now. So I, are you back dating or are you waiting? Um, I'm just, I am dating a little bit. Like, it's been a lot of guys in my inbox, man, in my DMs. Mm-hmm. It's even been a chick in my DMs. Oh, shit, man. Oh, shit. Go ahead and pop them coaches. <laughs> so it's, it's been crazy, man. Um, I had one guy reach out to me and was just like, I've been waiting on that nigga to fuck up. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm dating a little bit. I don't know. I, I, I'm i out of the loop. Like, I'm looking at these dating apps and it's some bullshit out here. Yeah. <laughs> Before we close this out, um, when are y'all going to stop fucking? We have stopped. No, y'all just had sex last week. But we have stopped. Like, I'm, we stopped. Y'all just had sex last week. No, like I'm saying, like there's no, ain't no, ain't nothing shaking right now. I don't, we, I don't talk to him on a daily basis or anything. Ain't nothing shaking. I, all of that is shut down. Like, no, 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 no. But that ain't got nothing to do with it, though. Okay, because y'all, y'all have to talk on a daily basis to be fucking. 
So I'm gonna ask you again. Yeah. When are y'all gonna stop fucking? It's done. It's done. So that was okay. Okay. So how did you know that it was done? The last time after y'all finished, like, did you like have a certain vibe, certain feeling? We was like, mm, it's probably the last time we did it. No, like I knew that prior to us going out there, I haven't been really talking to him like that. Cause I told you a week before Christmas, I was like, I'm done. Like, we're not gonna keep doing this. Like, okay. you're not making any strides in a different direction. You're saying the same thing. I was giving him until Christmas. But I shut it down a week before Christmas. Okay. All right. So what if he pop back up, say, my February, March, maybe April, maybe even the summer? Mm -hmm. He's like, yo, babe, listen, uh, I miss you. I love you. I'm ready to go back to counseling. I want us back together. So I'm willing to do whatever it takes for us to be back where we were even better. What's your response? My response would depend on what i am dealing with at that time okay well you just dating just dating like you are right now if i'm dating and it ain't nothing serious then i'm open to it uh, if it's something serious you snooze you lose facts facts okay but even though y'all was still fucking around that shit was fun wasn't it right because like y'all lost the intimacy at one point but then mm -hmm. y'all started fucking again after the breakup so what that shit was on point right it was fun <laughs> it was lit i know i know how that shit be bro you know what i'm saying he was more aggressive too Eddie. he was more aggressive <laughs> you was more aggressive you know what i'm saying he right and did some shit you was like oh wow it's been a minute since you did that huh huh <laughs> Did you did you do your little trick that made him uh ask you to be in a relationship with him? Did you do that again? I'm pretty sure I did. Because, I mean, it was quite a few times. I'm pretty sure I did. Okay. Oh, you did the, uh, you know what I'm saying, the washing machine trick? Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Now, what, what, what did you do? I'm just asking, man, because you know that shit be fun, bro. You know it be fun when people break up. And then you still be fucking. So I'm just asking. No, I think the only, I think the only different thing that really happened is he choked me, so... Oh yeah, he choked you. Oh, he <laughs> and did he talk to you while he was choking you? He talked to you. No, he didn't. But I did ask him where he get that shit from. I was like, uh, where you get this shit from? I think he was like, oh, I just wanted to try it. Right? Mm. Uh, yeah. You know what? See, if he was quiet and he just wanted to try it, what what it was, he was thinking it the entire time. He choking you, just stroking you like, <laughs> mm hmm, kick me out, huh? 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 That's what he was doing. I know. I know. I know. I mean, I understand. <laughs> okay, cool. So what's next or who's next for you? Um, I don't know if there's anybody that's next for me. Uh, I guess that's to be determined, but I mean, I don't know. Like I'm open for anything at this point. I still believe in love. I still believe in marriage. I still want kids. Like, yeah. That stuff has changed. Um, you know, I'm open to whatever 2021 bring because this year was like terrible. Okay. So, um, some a lot of my friends have been going through relationship issues. You know, I see a lot of people that's breaking up, and it's just it's all over the place. So, yeah. I feel like it can't do nothing but go up from here. You know okay. what I'm saying? So. I feel that. I feel that. So in the event that you're, you know what I'm saying, you're dating again, of course. So in the event that you meet somebody, you know, a good guy, would you cuff again? Absolutely. I am a relationship girl. I don't like being out here with different people. Like, 
I, I'm a relationship girl. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Damn, well, you know, Shalisha, I thank you for coming back on Cuffin' Season Chronicles. You know what I'm saying? You made everybody happy last season, but now <laughs> they're like, damn, back to reality. Back to reality. <laughs> hey, back to the streets then. That's all right. Sure. You stupid. <laughs> now, I appreciate you coming back on. You know, You're welcome. Telling us your story, sharing your story and your experience of, you know what I'm saying, the, the moment that you cuffed and two breakups and a whole bunch of uh, after breakup sex. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, man, I wish you the best, beautiful. And um, I appreciate yeah, it. Hey, we back. Cup of Season Chronicles Season 3. We got some more, more stories coming up. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, whoever's next will have, you know what I'm saying, better insight into their situation, kind of like Shalisha does. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And um, we out you. All right. Keep All rocking. Right. It's Cup of Season Chronicles. <laughs> Bye. Bye.